0: Turn down, La- Turn down the lights. Welcome to Lam... Welcome to Lambo. It's... The Rorgasm.
1: Fuck you, Curly <laughs> Lambo. The guy who they named Lambo Field after. They renamed it
0: Lambo. No, the lions are in town.
1: Clevely... <laughs> They've named it Lambo
0: Lambo <laughs> Leap. Uh, I am joined. It is uncle brother. It is Friday. It is midday. I am joined by a lunching rag now. What do you got in the bowl there, pal?
1: I got like a little um, vegetable stew with like a gr- like a griller, like a non daddy. and uh, yeah.
2: you, do you ever do you think Dan Campbell would ever eat that?
1: No, but you know, look, there's a reason he's coaching the line. Dan not Campbell
0: me. not only Jesus, impossible. Dan Lewis. Campbell not only is not a vegetarian; he doesn't believe in cooking meat. <laughs> he just he goes hunting. He goes hunting right. and just eats the the catch live. He's just not.
1: He he dines like an he dines like an <laughs> australopithecine. He's like prehuman. Yeah.
2: You know what I love about him? He's been. I mean, everything, but. Also, the fact that lately, to, um, he's been using a word to describe the defense, which is violent.
0: Yeah. He, does. he owns yeah.
2: it. He keeps saying, that's right, defense is playing violent football.
1: Hey, Dino, turn up your game a little bit.
2: I will. Violent
0: football. Uh, also, I'm joined by yep. Dino, who moments ago brought what appeared to be a diet A&W root beer to his lips. Am I correct with that? Got to mm-hmm. keep the whistle wet. Wow. No. Oh, and, and Lomas oh, is rocking yeah. a, a Coke's ear. A, a, we have to get some
1: Coke, Coke F-S. F-S. We got to
0: get some... I have an empty La Crocs. I have very little left to keep my throat nice and smooth. Guys, uh, we have so much to discuss because... What the hell? We, we have... Actually, two games to go over, though I assume we won't spend much time on Atlanta, in which Dino and I were in attendance. Um, oh, baby. Oh, fe- that feels like it a million, million years, years ago when the Lions were 1 and 1 and we were wondering if this was all going to go south. And now, 10 days later, they are 3 and 1, well atop the NFC North. And once again, depending on what happens on Sunday. The darlings of the NFL, their stock is rising after mm-hmm. last night's impressive beatdown of the of the weary Packers. Um, huge beatdown,
2: huge beatdown. Dino, beat down. I, I wanted
0: to know. Yeah. I, I was Lomas and I were talking right before you got on. I did not sleep well. I I was too excited to fall asleep, and then my dog woke me up around one thirty, and I could not fall back asleep. How did you do? How have you been? Mm. Did you? Were you able to get out? You know out what? Bail I slept like a running naked down Woodward.
2: <laughs> I slept like a damn baby. That's I I peed in in my sleep. <laughs> I just I you know what? Last night was the kind of night where you don't even get up. You to just pee. swaddled you yourself. You just let it, let it ride. You let it flow. I mean, there's so many orgasmic <laughs> fluids already pouring forth that. Does anyone even know the difference? It's a a potent
0: broth. Had no problems. It is a potent (laughs) broth. It reminds me of an anecdote from our visit to Ford Field when I was leaving the bathroom for the 11th time. And I walked. I'd crossed paths with this super drunk guy. There was a lot of super drunk people. And he's like, that is organized chaos in there. And I said to him... How many people do you think are otherwise healthy adults that are wearing adult depend undergarments in the stands today? And he looked at me and laughed and I was like, do you think it's 10? He's like, oh, no, man, it's got to be more than that. And that was our exchange. That was our exchange. And in, in Ford Field, the bathroom's near section 130. Oh, man. baby. Oh, It was baby. swampy in there by the end
1: of the game. They were was they just, were renting
0: kayaks yeah. to go in there. Uh,
1: like they, they. Go ahead. They brought in some halutin to drain that. Soil. There was
0: there was doctors without borders giving out malaria shots. <laughs> uh, guys, how do you want to do this today? Oh, I God. have a poem. Should I just start with the poem? Because I'm super excited to I, share it. Yeah, let's. Start. It's a. I think Are we, we well, not doing any it, liturgy or anything like that of a, anymore? It, it's arguably a piece of liturgy. It, Is it, it has a, the feel of, a, of okay. a poem. It The kind of thing that appears near the end of Ecclesiastes. Um,
1: okay.
0: uh, all right. Let's hear it. Uh, you guys are familiar that. with this in general. Because I, I sang an a early version of this. But then as I was working on mm. what I thought were the lyrics... I just realized it was a poem and not necessarily a song, though you two boys are definitely invited and welcome to, um, to put this to word, to put this to music, and do with it as, you, as you'd like.
1: I'm still going to rock out with my <laughs> orgasmic cock out on All this. All right, you ready?
0: <laughs> Victory yeah. Formation by Uncle Brother. Why is everyone clustered by the line? Am I seeing right? Am I going blind? Worry not, my friend, everything's just fine. This is victory formation. When some time remains, but the game is done, their time spent, so the clock now runs, a formality, kneeling just for fun, call it victory formation. In my fifty years as a Lions fan, but a single thing could not understand, Did the rules declare, was our team just banned from this victory formation? But now Campbell's here, and Ben Johnson too, and of all the plays he has Jared do, none quite warms my heart, warms it through and through, like our victory formation. When we're on the road and the home fans boo, then I pray in silver, Honolulu blue, and the Lord he hears, for my faith is true, time for victory formation. I have lost my mind, as I now believe. There is not a thing this team can't achieve. Never lose again, never have to grieve. Bring on victory formation. 14 Super Bowls, undefeated reign. Campbell brings world peace and an end to pain. And we all embrace. This is our domain, Lions Victory Formation. Nice. Nice. I just kept going with that.
1: I was like, yeah, dude, that sounds like just the beginning. Just keep this shit going. This is going to be like like an epic poem of like 3,000 It could have gone much stanzas.
0: longer. Do you know what? I kind of was channeling my inner you know Shel Silverstein um, on that by the end. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. Yes. Has yeah. that cadence. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
2: Do you know what my um, favorite sexual position is? Victory. For- Victory formation. <laughs> Victory formation. <laughs>
0: aside from Dan, Dan Campbell's well, position. Well, I'm... I'm- uh, I'm that, working on the illustrate. That is isn't I, I was about slicker. to say I'm working on my lions Kamasutra mashup. <laughs> this is called yeah. the Sun God Salutation. Yes.
1: <laughs> right. I'm f- I'm very fond of the flea flicker. <laughs> you ever tried yeah, that? My it's wife wild. and I we uh, uh, we
0: got tangled up doing a double reverse the other day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, sometimes you just gotta. Go Montgomery style, straight up the middle.
1: <laughs> you know, last Just night uh hard three yards. Yeah, last night I found myself in a goal line stand. Well, I, was
0: I, I I bought my wife the uh Victoria's Secrets catalog, and she uh, uh, she went she went oh, for yeah, the Pinay yeah. Sewell, uh, but what is it called?
2: Bodice? Did, did she did she pancake she, you? She gave you a I pancake? Said,
0: Honey, I need a pancake block right now. <laughs> Ooh, Ted, <laughs> say more. I want details. <laughs> oh, my God. Victory formation. Uh, We've had victory formations. Holy. Yes.
1: Victory formation. Not so it's great.
2: When we, Ted, Ted and I were at the Atlanta game and the team goes into victory formation, it's sort of a. It's a, like a mind-blowing experience because you're mm-hmm. just not used to seeing the lions running out the clock with an easy win. I don't even like. I think we can talk about the Atlanta game a little bit, but let's be real: the Atlanta game was like the paltry hors d'oeuvre. Like that, that ended up being an easy yeah. game, and at, really, mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta is just not. I don't think competitive, um, honestly. I mean, at least not not on the road against us. But I... And, and we were nervous. We were nervous going in, but we had little reason to be. Um, but, man, I predicted the Lions to lose a close game last night. And, wow, <laughs> is the egg all over... I, I've never been so glad to have egg all over my face. And, you know... I
0: did... I jokingly say it was going to be 40 to 3 and that was in play for a while like in it was It was looking it was in, like we were I would say that. that the 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 Atlanta game was like the pigs in the blanket at the wedding that you're like whatever they're okay and then you yep. sit down and they somehow unleash the quality filet mignon to you that was what yeah. that was like <laughs> I mean also the other thing that's pretty obvious yeah. even though Last night was like a full carving station. The guy in the white hat. And you just keep going back. Yeah. And you're like, this is really bloody. Am I supposed to like this as much as I do?
1: It's even better like one of those Brazilian <laughs> restaurants where they come around with like the different meats. And you're right. like, oh, look what they're bringing this time. Yeah, carve yeah. a piece of that off.
2: Hey, there's something kind of hard uh, in, in this uh, meat bowl. Is that? Oh, oh yeah, that's a kneecap.
0: <laughs> That's,
1: yeah. <laughs> more That's please.
2: We're just you just chew on yeah. that for a Can while. Can we get some more? You know, it just
0: releases a lot of flavor fondue over here. <laughs> well, let's. uh I don't know. What do you even want to talk about? What are you? What are you thinking? What? What are you? I mean, what <sighs> okay. was that?
1: where well, do you begin? Why don't
0: we
2: describe? Why don't we? Why don't we go through just where were you guys watching? What was this? What was the situation? Well, well wait a minute. Wait what a minute. What the fuck Before was we... going on?
1: But before we get into that, that's fine. Before we get into it, are we going to try to cover both games here? Or are we just going to talk think, about last night?
0: Let's start. Let's talk yeah, about last night. I we think can't we. Bury I agree. I think we. But, I think little yeah. tidbits right. from Atlanta will pop up from time to time. But I, I think the, I think the the, okay. the order of the day is to talk about what took place last night. Well, I'll I'll say I was yeah. coming from downtown because I taught until six fifteen, uh, Central Time. And so as I told you guys, uh, you know, I I wasn't going to be watching it quite live at the beginning. And I actually hid my phone away. And I had what was an interesting and pleasant experience, which was I just watched the first half completely by myself and was purposefully like I was preparing a little bit of dinner. Because one of the nice things about the Amazon broadcast is you you it's essentially DVRing for you, I guess, unless you're air low and you try to watch it. Yeah. When it's all over and it's gone somehow, but but um, he was pissed. <laughs> but uh, but I but yeah. I only caught up yeah. right at halftime, and I was so mm. excited by what I was watching, and so trying to imagine. I assumed my phone had melted by halftime at the amount of texts that I was getting and that were passing around. But it was just an amazing. The first half was just like, you know what it felt like? It felt like a, like one of those early season Michigan football games against like Coastal Carolina where like mm. for a minute or two, mm. it's like, did these guys, are these guys taking the opponent seriously? What's going on? The other team gets like an early score. And then you look up and only like 17 minutes of play has gone by. It's like early in the second quarter and it's 24 to three. I mean, that was the crazy thing about yeah. this, that offensive explosion was so quick that there was a ton of time, not mm-hmm, just yeah. left in the game, but in the first half, <laughs> they were way up. It was ridiculous. I, I, I mean, I was just, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, like such a, yeah. th- I mean, the, the, in the first half, Green Bay looked utterly outclassed. As if this was like yep. the defending Super Bowl champs coming in against a really mediocre bad team. I don't know what, were, what was what was it like for you guys watching at least at the beginning.
2: That's I mean and isn't that also just humiliating at home for them? Like that was a, we were texting yesterday. That was a big game for yeah. Green Bay. They were two mm-hmm. and one. They're they have a young quarterback. They they're at home against a division rival. They had to be pissed that everyone's you know a lot of people picking the Lions to win the division. I think they were really amped up for that game. They had their best two um, offensive players coming back from the injury reserve. Um, What's his name? The running back who like did absolutely yeah Jones who did absolutely nothing and Watson who did I think catch a touchdown. But, um, yeah, I think they had... It. They're such a fucking cocky fan base, too, especially when it comes to our division. And, damn, is it satisfying to go into Lambo and just, I love the cutaways to the fans as they yeah, were just, they like, that's what they live for, to go to their house <laughs> and just rip out their yeah. hearts. It was a... a it was a real thrashing. So my situation was began similar to yours in that I have a, I teach a class um, Thursday nights. Had I known the Lions would be playing two Thursday night <laughs> games, I wouldn't have scheduled it. Damn it. You, but, like, you um, write the um, administrator and sab-
0: you're like, please coordinate with the NFL. <laughs> right what
2: the hell or you just um, quit
1: i'm not doing i'm not teaching <laughs>
2: well what's even better is because you know it's college so i uh and i i um my class is supposed to go from six to nine and i knew the game was starting at 8 20 so i actually kind of let slip to uh my students that i am a lions <laughs> a, a crazy lions fan so they were sort of asking me they're like so are we gonna end class early tonight i'm like we might there's a there's a looks like we're getting through our material, material fairly quickly i don't what see if a, you did what if and, you did um, a, played lesson, you a played... lesson with
0: them <clears throat> like let's do a screenplay based on a real event like let's say a real event taking place right now we're gonna watch until the commercial break and then we're gonna how would you write that up and then like somebody's like well i would do this you're like great great okay we're back and you just do that for two hours. Shut the <laughs> hell up and watch. Right? Sometimes you just gotta yeah, take I, it in before you write it. So let's just watch this, and then
2: next week. I know. I ca- so I kind of part of me wanted to just end class, kick everyone out of the room, and then we stripped down my, naked, the room my cover has... yourself in premature
0: ejaculian <laughs> syrup,
2: lock the door, and but the room actually has a really huge projection screen and i could have just you know loaded it up on amazon and and ripped it out but i knew like it never works because students stay behind straggling and shit so we ended class and i a lot of shit happened in the opening few minutes because i missed the opening few minutes of the game um just walking to the bar uh shout out thanks to the hopcat and ann arbor that I knew was showing it, which wasn't that far. But by the time I got there, it was already, we were, we had given up a field goal. We had turned <coughs> the ball over, inter- interception, given up a field goal and then scored a fucking touchdown. I was like, wow, this game yeah. is, this game's getting off it to a It came out bay. red hot. But, um, my God, then I sat down at the bar. I started drinking some gin and tonics and, I just had had a big effing smile. The, the place was full of Lions fans. People were... Ann Arbor's not exactly the hotbed for Lions fandom, so people weren't going as crazy as I imag- imagine they were in the D, but it was just... I just had a silly smile on my face yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Go ahead. So
1: right my now. experience, um, <clears throat> I was at a local, I guess you'd call it something like a sports bar, you know, Every, t- TVs everywhere. I sit down right at the bar. Just me, you know. There's other other people around, but I'm I'm there. Just me. Didn't come with friends. Are you wearing your jersey? I was not wearing my jersey. What? I should have. I should have oh been, God. but I wasn't. Anyway, Thou not Ragnar. <clears throat> so, and and I was. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I need to I need to take more seriously and consult the Book of Jared to yeah. to. Uh, to read up and get myself right but anyway I was there for the right from the beginning and you know pregame all that shit and uh, you know they're doing the pregame and like Lambo's rocking they do the whole thing where they shoot off like fireworks on the like on the roof of the stadium and all that it's just one big fucking deal oh yeah and listen as a lifetime Lions fan with Lions PTSD yep a game in Lambo is a big fucking deal And even though we've beaten them three times in a row, now four times, but, you know, before that game started, it was, like, three in a row, still, it's like, fuck, it's scary, you know? Like, I was nervous, I was worried, I'm like, objectively, I think we have the better team, but still, I have the PTSD, like, this is bringing back bad memories, I really, I was like, just don't let it be humiliating, or, like, uh, any kind of win would be awesome, you know, like, I was in an agitated state. And then the game opens, and Goff throws a fucking pick, and, and, I a, bad, like, and, and, I and a bad, and I'm in a public place. Pretty bad pick. I yes. saw the it, replay, but how many plays it was the in third was that? play? It was the just third like two play. or three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that must have been yeah. really so early. So like, on. so, and he was back. He threw off the back foot. He was backpedaling, yeah. kind of lofted a pass, and you know i'm out in like a like a restaurant a kind of a public place not holding back at all when that happened right. i basically was like fuck at about that volume <laughs> right and no one even and everyone knew exactly why and like no yeah. one w- had any trouble with it and i was like oh my goodness this that's like the worst possible start yeah. right yeah. but then we held him to a field goal didn't, didn't like, we get okay. a sack? Didn't yeah. Hutch come? Yes. A sack yes, Huch, but yeah. I think it was some yes. so,
0: Somebody did. It wasn't, yeah.
1: Oh, buggies. Bugsy? One of the, no, I, it, anyway, yeah, we got a sack. They looked a little shaky in offense. I'm like, okay, well, cool. We held them to a field goal. That's a decent sign. Then we get the ball back and march right the fuck down the field, score a touchdown. And from there, it was pretty much on. I mean, we'll get to what happened in the second half, just to make it give it a little spice. Yeah. But much like Nino... From that point, I was just sitting back in my chair, and it struck me I'm like, "Wow, this is what it feels like." and I'm experienced this for the first time ever mm-hmm. to watch a lion's game with absolute certainty that we are the dominant better team. Yeah, and we're just fucking smacking the shit out of, a, out of an inferior team that looks totally mm. shaken. Yeah. And it was such. It's almost an indescribable feeling, like how satisfying that was from all angles. Like, I had the same experience when they cut to the fans with those fucking stupid cheesehead things yeah. on their heads. And they're just sitting there, like, glum. I'm yeah. like, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, motherfuckers. Right. That's right. Um, and I was like, fuck those fuckers. And I even said that out loud, like, on a fairly loud volume. And then uh, Jordan Love, just watching him get you know, sacked again and again and clearly shaken to his roots. Yeah. I mean, he had his moments later in the game, but, or in the first half. And yeah. again, I was just like, and I had absolutely no mercy, no compassion at all. I was just like, no. uh-huh. Yeah. Destroy this motherfucker. Yeah. Make him quit. Make him end his career right now. Not injury, but just like make him decide this isn't for him. You know, I, I genuinely felt that. And... There was it was and just as Lions absolutely. Fans,
2: there's a legit just, fear that, on some level, the next Packers quarterback sure. will just automatic like right. be a Hall of Famer right. right out of the gate. And there there's yeah. some fear in me that like that's just what they do. And maybe this Jordan Love is just gonna throw the ball over the field. And the well, fact that's... that we didn't allow him to, we just took him totally out of his comfort zone. He couldn't get comfortable at all until a little bit in the second half when we were playing well, more of a prevent. That
1: like, You know, they flashed a stat just before the game began. Or I guess when Green Bay took the field, <clears throat> Jordan Love stats, completion percentage, 53%. I was like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because
1: right, he'd been getting a lot of buzz. as like, this guy is poised. And yeah. the next great... QB, and he did in their previous game, you know, lead them on a comeback from 17 down in like the second half, Right. most of it in the fourth quarter. So, you know, there was, he was probably feeling pretty confident and he's like, I'm next in line as the next great Green Bay quarterback. And actually, ironically, he was probably feeling like a
2: pretty effing big deal, (laughs) like
1: a big swinging dick. (laughs) And just to see. Whatever, you know, just to see that completely erased. And there's no yeah. sport like football to go from confident one second to questioning all of your life decisions well, in yeah. the next second. Yeah. And like and, and then, you know, even this morning I opened up ESPN just to like give me the Lions love, you know. And one of the main articles, ironically, which is obviously published like well before this game was a total like puff piece yeah. on Jordan Love. Yeah. yeah, on he's the next great QB, and he led the soaking in the adoration. And I was like, yeah. hilarious, right? Yeah. You know, this yeah. doesn't read they, quite the same way have, now. Yes, Dan
0: has it. a tab that's like for articles to now read ironically, and that was that was under. <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: actually on the ring. Uh, I think it was on the ring. You know whatever.
0: what? To me, what was kind of interesting about the experience of watching this game is that we're in the part of the season where you're like what's coming into focus, what patterns are emerging, what is being revealed as as a fluke, and what is being revealed as substantive. And going into this game, we were like, all right, we're two and one. We had a good showing at Atlanta, but it was at home. Atlanta was obviously kind of like, They were probably overinflated themselves and and like it just what we all kind of felt like this was going to probably be a close game. I was also telling myself, you know what, if they lose, it's okay because Green Bay needs this more than us. It's a short week. We still have a lot of injuries. I was just like, you know what, I'm not going to overreact if this game goes badly. And everybody, like all the pundits, also, like some people picked the line, some people picked the pack. Everybody thought it would be relatively low scoring and close. And I, the, but the mm-hmm. one thing I had said to myself, I think I said this to Dino maybe after the Atlanta game, was like, they haven't played a good game yet, really. We're like on both sides of the ball. Yeah, because yeah, they had one game. really good offensive game, which was Seattle, which they lost because the defense didn't show up. And then they had two really good defensive games. And I was like, I really think we're better, and I really think if we if we have a if we put it together, like it shouldn't be that close. And what was amazing coming out of this game, which was like we're so fragile as Roarholics, that that one Seattle game, yeah. which again we easily could have won despite not playing well, is like what's what's real, what's fake, how good are we? And the crazy thing after this game and who knows again like anything can happen any week and not even just injuries just other stuff but like this is now we know like if you know anything about football right now like the lions are i guess i'm re- i I'm, i guess i'm changing my tune from a couple of weeks ago where i said we're just kind of near the top of the middle of the league but now i'm like oh no they're 11 and 3 in their last 14 games they've won Two road yeah. games in a row in really difficult places. They just beat the fuck out of a team that I think is mediocre at best, but on the road, short week. And it's just pretty clear now. Like, unless things start happening that we can't really foresee, injuries being the most obvious, but who knows, something else. Like, Lomas' crazy 12 and 5 prediction. I don't want to curse us, Mm -hmm. but if you look at the schedule with any kind of just like sober mechanistic thing, like they have so many easy games on their schedule and the competition in the division in particular is so weak. Like it's not we shouldn't do this because it's stupid, but like not only is this team going to make the playoffs almost certainly, but they should be playing for a very high seed just because of their schedule. And the other last thing I'll yeah. say, I, yep. I spoke to this friend of mine, this lifelong Jets fan, who's been on the Campbell bandwagon since 2021 when they were losing games on crazy long field goals. He's like, look, man, your team's making the playoffs in 2025. That's how good your team is right now that we know not only are they going to make the playoffs this mm. year, they're going to make the playoffs next year. Like, this is a team. He's like, I don't know if they're going to make it to a Super Bowl. You, you just don't know what the ceiling is. But like. This team's gonna be good yeah. and gonna be good for a while. And that's really hard. Like in basketball it's pretty easy to like look at the Bucks and be like, All right, this team is gonna be make long playoff runs for a few years. But football's so fucking weird, mm-hmm. it's so hard to know. But it does seem like this team, barring weird implosions well, and injuries and who knows what else, like this team is gonna be the the is gonna dominate the division for the foreseeable future and and that brings with it always like you're looking at home playoff games when that happens and it it no longer seems i hope i don't eat these words but there's no rational reason right now to feel like that's not overwhelmingly likely talk me down but that's kind of where i'm at this morning what i would say is with every
2: win like this the confidence grows both From us, the fan base, but especially within the organization. The fact, I, okay, so we seemed like the more talented team last night. I think that was clear. We also seemed like the better coach team and the better organized, the better prepared team. Which is really, for a Lions fan, crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, there were penalties, but... In some ways, like, we've won the last two games, even though getting a lot of penalties. And I, I was like, look, if some of the penalties are just because we're really aggressive, like, okay. I thought some um, of those penalties,
0: but, the, if you're at all uh, liable to, like, wonder, not so much if the games are fixed, but, like, if there's a little nudge of, like, keep it interesting so people don't turn the TV off. Yeah. A lot of those penalties. Yeah, are yeah some of those I
1: were bullshit. Like,
0: keep it close. Yep. Continues, but
2: sorry. yeah uh no no um a couple things we have the coach uh for the next however long he wants coach that is so huge the lions haven't had i mean since i don't know the days since the 50s like a coach that everyone's like yeah, yeah, yeah. no this is the guy do not let him leave like sign him to a lifetime yeah. like and I think Brad Holmes is, is you know, that, is that guy too. You just mm-hmm. have the leadership. You have, like, Goff, who's, it's in his, he's in his third year. There's stability, yeah. um, you know, which is just, you see it on the field. The fact that when Goff threw that interception, it was like no one... No one said anything. No one's like that that opening interception. No one's thinking like, I don't know, is this is this do we have to look elsewhere? It's like, no, no, no. You know, we're going to be fine. And my god, after after that interception, the first half statistics were just an absolute Absurd. bloodbath. Yeah. I mean, the the Lions outscore or I'm sorry, outgained uh, first of all, they outscored them 27-3 to 3, um, in the first half. And then outgained them, I think it was like 240 yards to yeah. 20. Somewhere I, around I there. Took I don't a, have it so in front of I, me. But, oh, 200. Wait, 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 Actually better. 284 yards for the Lions to 21 yeah. for the I Packers. took a screenshot. That shot. is just a thrashing in every phase of the I game. I took
0: a screenshot. Of the halftime stats, and I was like, "Don't, don't curse yourself." But I had to save that, and it was fucking nuts. It was nuts. Yeah, they had yeah, twenty
1: nine so yards.
2: One last thing: that we we completely shut down the rush the whole game. We've done that the last two weeks against good, really good running backs that that was a huge concern coming into this year. Last year we were terrible against the rush. A couple things. We talked last year at the by the end of last year we said if we can just have a league average defense, this team is going to win. They are capable of being better than a league average defense and there's still some, you know, rocky parts but but man, they make big plays on defense. They What an amazing adjustment after the Seattle game. I mean, Seattle is good, also. Like, we learned that. Seattle has a really good offense. But, wow, the last two weeks, the the defense has stepped up. And I think the Lions are also finally at that place. It looks like that I've been wanting for, for so long that the good teams have B players all over the field. And suddenly it's like there's we're no longer a team that's built on one or two guys. We actually it just every game someone else seems to emerge as like oh yeah, we're solid, you know, we're solid in the secondary. We're solid uh Bugs is playing well. Like he's a guy. He's a B, you know, BB minus defensive lineman. If you just keep stacking competent you know, above slightly above average players, like you're just gonna win because most teams have holes. And we always had, you know, the biggest holes. We would have A plus players and then F players on the field. We just don't yeah. see that anymore. You know, we're so, just not getting burned. Like a you know, like when he was on the field and yeah. they would just target him and destroy. It's like we're just not yeah, seeing any humiliating, you know, beatdowns like that. Like the only one was that weird ass play at the end of the third quarter which was where nonsense. The clock was clearly it was bullshit. Yeah. The clock had clearly yeah. run down, but Green Bay snapped the ball and then completed a 40-yard play. It was just yeah. fucking bizarre and you can't review yeah. that.
0: What kind of And it of was bullshit they later that? and they, they later you can't review
2: one of the most basic-ass things in the game, which is running a play when you can't run yeah. a play. It's like, oh, once the play starts, you can review just about anything. But no, we can't review... Yeah. The, like, we can't review... They ran a play during a timeout and scored a touchdown. We can't review yeah. that.
1: What the... And also, and the announcers just were like, oh, well, yeah, okay, <laughs> moving on. Like, yeah. they didn't even make a big deal out of us. Yeah. Like, that seems like a pretty big fucking deal. But anyway, I want to say a few things. So, one... Uh, having those, the, the B players all around, you know, and mixed in a couple AA minuses, that also apparently helps to elevate the few remaining C guys like yeah. Calzone. Yeah, Calzone! Played, Cal, Calzone, he played, he had a crucial play. Yeah. He, he jumped yeah, up and yeah, tipped yeah. that ball. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's a hard worker anyway, yep. but I think I'm just. I can only suppose that when you are surrounded by better players than you, that the few guys that are like a little below, at least they know. Oh, that's what it looks well, and like. I would... Okay, I need to step up my game to it, to try to get to that level, even if you're limited but in your would... talent or whatever. Yeah, and I think you you can it I also just say everybody. a
0: specific thing about the calzone instance, which is that what what's super impressive about how this team has been put together is that like. What is, what is Anzalone good at? He's really fast for a linebacker. He's a little undersized, but really fast. And I think he kind of is also at this point... Is he? <laughs> no, he's really quick for a linebacker. You see him like on those... Okay. Like against okay. the in the Atlanta game, he had that great play where he ran. He kind of strung the quarterback out and tackled him on a quarterback run. Right. And so what it seems like this team has done is they look at all their... A B player, by definition, is a B player that's good or even very good at some things, and then not particularly good at other things. And it seems like what they've right. done in building like this defense, for instance, is like, all right, who do you pair up with, with Anzalone? Or what does the line have to be like so that Anzalone isn't exposed in the things that he's not good at. And it seems like not only is it like B players everywhere, but they fit together in the right way so that he can do what he does well, which is, which is fly around the field. He doesn't have, they have enough, for instance, they have enough size up front at the line that he's not constantly trying to just close up these holes in the middle on the run. Continue Lomas, continue.
1: Yeah. So, So, so yeah. So on a more general note, you know, like I said, the game opens, third, third offensive play for the Lions, interception. Now, same old Lions, the game very well might just go downhill from there, right? Or that's a precursor for like, oh, shit, this is what, what we're going to see tonight. <clears throat> but these Lions, it was like, okay, no, like, mistake there. And next time we get the ball, just, you know, let's just be ourselves, do what we do. And they fucking march down the field. And just kept marching and scored and scored. And we, the Lions, this was their best overall game of the season, obviously. But still, they yeah. can play better than this. They had a bunch of penalties. There was that pick. They gave up in the second half. You know, I'll give a little credit to Jordan Love. Like, he was, he really shit the bed in the first half. And he came out in the yeah. second. He didn't quit. I mean, he kept playing. He made, started to make some throws. They got a little swagger. They were helped by that weird-ass play, yeah, that, yeah. That, that weird-ass circumstance that we just talked about. But still, he did complete that no, throw. And like, in, 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 in that moment, I mean, Dino and I were texting. And in that moment, there came back all the yeah. bad feelings just for a few moments of like, oh, shit, are we going to historically blow a lead at Lambo? Well, because yeah. like, the, the, the Packers had just right, come right, back right, right, from a massive deficit a... in their last game. I'm like, maybe mm-hmm. this is their thing. Like, maybe this is kind of their trademark. And it's like, fuck, oh, you I could have seen my that Jets
0: friend. And I was like, I, this is getting much too interesting to me. And he's like, mm. look at you, spoiled Lyle yeah. Lions fan. You're only up by 10. And I just wrote him back, no, man, PTSD. Like, it was so easy right. to imagine exactly. to tell yourself the story of like Lions give up historic lead at Lambeau. Like, that was so easy to imagine that was what was going to happen.
1: Yeah. Look, that that started to look it started to look like, oh, shit, the Packers are getting a little bit of a rhythm. We're committing penalties. We're keep it letting them kind of just barely stay in the game. Like, God damn it. And we started to get a few injuries. I was like, fuck, that's the PTSD. Yeah. And, you know, but but then again, to their great credit, the Lions did not panic. They didn't start trying like no one player started to try to do too much or, you know, they didn't they kept their cool and they just at the end, you know, punctuated it with an interception and another touchdown. And by the way, this was just so much fun to see because in years past, this would have been the Lions doing this shit. On the line, oh, the, the guy jumped over, mm-hmm. yeah. and I don't think I've ever yeah. seen this oh, before. Yeah. When that guy took like yeah. a running start, right? And I guess somehow that's like no you for Boatin. Don't fucking do that. You can't. We're gonna penalize your ass. Yeah, you into can't. That the, the
2: penalty. Is I, I heard this later on the radio because I didn't. You can't. Hurdle over the snapper.
0: Yeah, and there was also uh, a piece yeah. of it of like you can't jump from like more than a yard out. There was some other weird aspect right. of the rule. Right, and that
2: yeah, you can't yeah. take a yeah. running long jump over. And that
0: the snapper. guy was. So, they were talking and, and, about that that guy got thrown out of two games last year, and it like started meditating and stuff, uh, and he and then he just lost it again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm all I'm but my point is like number one that was just weird I'd never seen that before, but also I was like that's exactly the kind of bizarre shit that used to happen to the old lions of like okay we we held them and that's crucial and now just and like wait what yeah what the fuck no I've is that a rule that's I've never seen that before god damn it the football gods hate us and then finally, the tables have turned, and you know the Green Bay fans. I mean, the game was—they were still going to lose, yeah. but like you know, their fans were just like, yeah. "Fuck!" Like we're cursed. Well, the other, you know? yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, you fucking are, you motherfuckers, fuck you." Yeah, but that just,
2: yeah, that seems like bad coaching, or just you know, it, the, there are a lot of plays that just maybe not bad. I—it's hard to look at Green Bay and say like, "Oh, they're just bad coaching." But it's like, yeah, young, inexperienced players or players that don't yeah. know what they're doing. It was always just a Lions specialty, sure. and at no yep. time, like yeah, the Lions made some mistakes. They didn't play a perf, you know, perfect game, especially in the second half. But at no time did you get the feeling like, oh, they're just lost out there, or they're, they're doing. On un- how many times in the past, you know, years did we talk about? We've never seen this before. <laughs> right? We've we never haven't seen the, the lions from, make
0: there. I mean, there were sort of two plays from beyond today, and one of them was against the lions. But it was that you know the end of the third quarter play. That was a play from beyond. Yeah. But unlike in yeah. previous years, this team is able to roll with that and just keep. No, it, it doesn't. I mean, this whole is the. Thing. I think this yeah. is why the team is is particularly dangerous and also particularly fun to root for. Is that they both are, at, at this point, I think it's fair to say overall talent, even though, as Dino has said, like, there's very few outlier talent guys, but because the, the lowest level of talent on any position is still relatively high, that they're an above-average team talent-wise, but just as important, they're also clearly an above-average team in terms of, kind of coaching and poise and overall mental toughness. And when you have that combination and you seem to consistently bring it out, there's not that many teams that you have to play a team that is either A, way more talented than you, or B, around your same talent level and really like poised and well coached. And when you look at the league, you know, there's a bunch of teams that like, I don't, are we beating Buffalo? Are we beating Miami? Are we beating, you know, there's like five or six teams that you're like, we'll have to play our best game to have a good chance but pretty much everybody else at this point like th- we should like we're playing carolina on sunday next week like wh- what would have to happen for us to lose that game at this point like how un- how much would yeah. they have to get ahead of themselves and just totally think their shit doesn't stink for them to lose that game they should fucking kick their ass you know, and and it was very rare that like you rarely look. It was rare in the past, even when the team seemed kind of promising, to have really much confidence at all that any game was a win. You, it would be like, yeah, we'll prop, yeah, and they're yeah. just this team seems to be consistently what it is, which is a, an above-average team. Yep,
1: it's crazy.
0: And, and
2: yeah, the drafting. <laughs> You know, the addition, this has proven to be a really good offseason so far. Insofar as Brian Branch, I mean, Fantetti, a lot of people said, like, this is the steal of the draft. And indeed, I think I've seen on some, like, PFF grades, he's actually graded out as, like, the best safety, um, safety in the in the league. Like, already. Yeah. Like, holy shit. I'm not saying that, but but the point being... He is. He came in totally NFL ready, and as did Laporta. As like a yeah. really good tight end, he did have one drop last night. It was pretty bad, but yeah. but overall, wow! He just came in and was like ready to play right away. And I actually think there's room for improvement on both sides of the ball. Like they haven't really figured out Jameer Gibbs yet. I mean, they haven't really dialed up any awesome plays for him. Um, They haven't gotten him the ball in space a whole lot. Um, Last night, they just went with Montgomery, who's so freaking fits. Like,. Yeah. It's we got to like, talk
1: more about him. Yeah.
2: He's so good. He the, so works him. with that offensive line and the whole biting kneecaps and, like, we're just going to punch the ball down your face. Like, he is the that The only guy. thing Lomas and I loves, loves like,
0: more than a, cute, a good QB1 is an old school running back. I, I've come to realize that listening yeah, to Lomas yeah. talk about football. You love the bruising yeah, running back. really. Just like... pile. He is because, uh, so
1: good. <laughs> because having not right. had that cuz even guy
0: Barry wasn't that guy. Like ever? Barry is obviously a much better no. running back than Montgomery overall, right. but the thing about Barry always was like you can't actually build a drive around that guy cuz he's either getting 20 yards or negative 3. David Montgomery is right. like an Emmitt Smith so, running back of like he's just going to get you 3 to 5 yards every yep. carry.
1: And just it, the way the team is built with O-line. the O-line, it's he's O-line. the perfect fit. O-line, O-line. And just to, you know, he doesn't need much. Like, you watch him run, and it's like he makes, he sees the openings. He doesn't need much. He just needs a sliver, and he hits that shit, and he is through. And when you need, especially when you need two yards, four yards, yeah. he's going to fucking get it. He's a big, brawny, bruising guy. And, you know, after the game and the post game. When it was Goff and David Montgomery sitting down with you know the Talking Heads, that was cool because that that was like unadulterated Lions Love there on national TV, and also like uh, Montgomery was wearing like a sleeveless. Mm -hmm. He was still in his pants. He was his guns were on full. Yeah, Yeah, they were both still in their pants, but he had like his sleeveless shirt. And, you know, he's a football player, so it's not, like, shocking that he has some serious gunnage. <laughs> yeah. But still... As a running back. You just look at that yeah. guy. Yeah. As a running back, right? And, like, it wasn't just the guns. It was his whole body, even his head. You're like, this guy's a fucking battering ram. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. Like a medieval battering ram. <clears throat> like, you know, in those movies, there's, like, a bunch of guys starting to break down a fucking door of a castle, and they're pouring oil on them and shit, yeah. and, and they break it down. He's that fucking guy. and And he just has... Yeah, he yeah. runs hard. And, and again, when I was watching, those were some of my favorite plays even. Not the most spectacular, but just like, go, well, motherfucker, uh, yeah. go. It's you also when, you're, it.
0: when you have a guy like that, and it's like first and goal at the nine, those are weirdly hard yeah. drives to finish because you don't have a ton of space to work with. And you just give it to this guy, and right. he's going to get you four yards, and now it's second in your, you know, and like they did that near the end of the game, where they're just mm-hmm. like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be fancy here. Just give the guy though. He had three TDs yesterday mm-hmm. on the ground. He just, yeah, he's a four. And I love also that he, he came back from an injury, and they're like, let's give him the ball thirty-two times. It seemed a little yeah. like, you sure you you don't yeah. you don't want to bring in Zonovan for a drive? But they're just like. He's the workhorse. He can do it. I don't think. And you Zonovan know what? Was dressed yeah, he
1: actually. No. And and you know what? He yeah. got stronger as the game went on. He also seems like one of those guys. Like, give me the, just yeah. give me the damn ball. Yeah. That last and...
2: that last drive when Green Bay got it down to ten, and then yeah. we had that last drive, uh, where it was going to be a field goal, and then they fucked up, and we we got the touchdown. But that was a nine plus minute drive, exactly when we mm-hmm. needed mm-hmm. it to just. Take control of the game, reassert the dominance, and, and he was a huge part of that.
1: And again, like, back in the day when we didn't have that, you know, with staff at QB, it was like, just, you know, look, Goff threw an interception last night, right, as we've talked about a few times, and it just, it ended up being a footnote. Yeah. No big deal. Interceptions used to just be, like, when staff would throw those at the end of games, where it was, like, partly his fault, but it was also partly, like... What else are we going to do? Like he's the our only chance to win is him just slinging it into the tightest possible windows. And sometimes he was so good. Sometimes he could do it. We just didn't have the line or the running back to be able to just grind it out. And now we have that shit. And it's like this is this is beautiful football Pound it down their fucking throats at the end of the game when they're tired. That's gotta suck for the defense when they're just getting pushed around. And I think
2: our, our offense I, I like there was some great play calling in the first half last night. So that, that reverse to uh was it Khalif mm-hmm. Raymond, I think, or was right. it Reynolds? Yeah, yeah. is that Raymond? a double reverse? Oh my
0: god, it was or no, it was just
2: a reverse. No. It was just like All a, right, toss, right, and a toss and then the guy, guy was so tossed it back. But oh my god, was that the timing was perfect, completely perfectly caught executed. them off off surprise and he was just fucking racing down the field what a huge play and um yeah there were a lot of yeah but you know they're gonna have more like I think Jameer Gibbs is still getting used to the NFL Mm -hmm. figuring it out they haven't really thrown the ball to him much I still think there's you know just getting him the ball like bubble screens getting them in the ball in space is going to be a weapon they can use uh, that teams aren't going to be prepared for. And then, guys, this was game four. J-Mo's coming back. He's waiting in the wings. JMO's healthy. I have no idea what to expect. At this point, though, (laughs) I don't longer... I'm like, look, if he doesn't play, I still think we're fine. But if he's just a deep-field threat that teams have to cover and suddenly he's streaking mm-hmm. down the field and that's one thing we haven't really yeah. had. All right, I mean that's another toy. That's another weapon speed that just gives us more speed on offense um plus Laporta plus the running yeah. game. It's just going to become harder to defend this team and give us more options and more ways of of moving the well, ball Well it's and true winning. and also and, and again, none of them have to be stars. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need JMO mm-hmm. to come back and be one of the best receivers in the game. We already have Amon Rao. We just need him to be a threat, right. a speed guy who, if we get him the ball in space, he's a fucking problem. Well, no, and the other thing... You know, and the yeah, same with a, Jameer. And
0: my friend of mine said, if you just theoretically, in the abstract, could add one kind of player to this team... You would, you would choose a, a, a speed guy, a speed-wide receiver. Like, yeah. And the fact is, like, he doesn't – all he really has to do is stretch the defense because what Goff most likes to do anyways is just work that 10 to 20-yard space in the middle. And so all that J-Mo has to do yeah. is just pull the safeties a little further, pull the cornerback down the field, and there's that much more room to give the ball – to, to Amon Ra, to, to Laporta, to all those guys. It's it's amazing. And if he's actually good, so let, then the offense yeah. goes to a totally different level than it is right now.
1: It, it's Let's talk about Jared just for a second. I just want to point something out. Statistically, this was his worst game of the season and maybe one of his worst games of the last two seasons. Oh, whoa. Sorry. Some weird music just started playing on my end. Anyway, like I was saying, when you look at his stats, he was 19 for 28 for 210 yards, one TD, one interception, and he was sacked twice for negative 20 yards. Out of context, that's like not horrible, but certainly not awesome, mm-hmm. right? In, in terms of other stats that he's put up. And yet, the, he was just don't sleep on, don't fucking sleep on Jared. Because... This game showed me that even when he's not putting up huge numbers, he's still really effective, unflappable. And, you know, look, we all know the guy is not fleet of foot. You know, he's not going to outrun anybody. But there were a couple of plays where he had to be a little shifty. One in particular where he had to scramble just a little bit. And on the run, Mm. he hit Laporta. With a really nice... And he had like a 12-yard really nice nice run throw throw
0: out, where then he the foolishly way. didn't slide. It's like, dude, just slide. Yeah. What are you doing? I think for a yeah. second he thought he yeah. could get yeah, was... the end zone again. Which, as Dino and mm-hmm. I can tell yeah. from last week, nothing made him happier in his entire life than running that sneak into the end zone. <laughs> he threw the ball into the upper deck from the end zone.
1: He just was like so – there was right. some
0: crazy redemption on that play because I so think he's a up. guy that really right. – I think he reads a lot of the – he keeps notes. Because you, did you hear him last night when he was talking to that to the Amazon broadcast and he was like – somebody had called him yeah, like a poor yeah. man's Matt Ryan and he had heard that and he was giving them right. shit about it on TV. He, yeah. I mean he seems like this kind of quiet, Look. humble guy, but I I think he really – I think he pays attention to who talks shit about him, and it's a lot oh, of Oh, yeah, evil. and just look at look, his... He's been he's shit on so one. much during his yeah. career.
2: After getting to the Super Bowl at a really young age, he was just given up on and treated like a yeah. bust when he was never a yeah. bust. You know, he just wasn't... He wasn't what
0: McVeigh wanted. Uh, he wasn't elite he wasn't at, in a the right really, system. at a
2: super young age. He wasn't yeah. elite, but...
1: And he right. wasn't in the right system. Yeah. And look, he's... Any, anyone who's a QB1, maybe on any level, like even in high school, you have to be super competitive. And like football is your fucking life. And especially anyone like a first round draft pick, a QB1 in, in, in the NFL, I don't care how humble seeming yeah. you might be. Not that you're like a conceited but asshole, but like you very much care. Like you compete, you're, hi- you're yeah, hyper competitive. Yeah. And you'll do anything to win. And obviously, it's because Jared looks like a, what's his name? Ryan Gosling. He's the lookalike winner. What's that dude? Like Ryan Gosling. He's like a little bit of a pretty boy. But he's a fucking QB1. This guy's a baller. And he wants to win. And he's a tough motherfucker. Like, the last couple games, like, on, on a slightly, not a down note or note of concern, but he's getting knocked around a little bit. He did take two sacks. And there are several other like shoves yeah. and he's know, had when he kind and of goes sprawling
0: a bad interception in three games in a row. I mean, only one of them proved lethal, Yes. But like very he's had unusually like we didn't see that for a du- for double digit games of you yeah. just throwing a giant turd down the middle of the field. You'd like to see him clean that right. up. But right. more importantly, yeah. he he shakes it off and, and that is
1: amazing. Right. He he shakes it off. That was the only turnover. No fumbles yeah. this game. And by the way, after seeing, uh, um, what's his name with his you know in the sleeveless Montgomery. jersey yeah. with the guns out, I'm like, how does that guy ever <laughs> fucking fumble? How do you <laughs> knock yeah. the ball out Well, of the Rose? other thing, yeah. man, uh, the you, other you thing know. about
0: golf that's that's interesting is that you know you, in the sports world there's a lot of impatience, and so he happened to wind mm. up on a very good team very early in his career and then the right. kind of re- he got this reputation but he got that reputation when he was like 24 or 25 and as he said last night during that interview after the game he's like i feel like i'm just entering my prime right now and so he really yeah. is yeah. in a place where whether or not he in the very long run is the guy or if he's on this team forever like he should get he should be this good and better if he stays healthy for another five to six years at least. Right? And so, the, and yeah. that's the thing Look, like, you get the weird thing about pro sports and all the attention people get is guys get reputations super early in their career and really unfairly. And so, what he's been yeah, fortunate, but right. he gets a lot of credit for this, is he weathered that. And now he really is at the point of his career where, yeah. like, now it's time. To give the verdict on, like, what is this guy? Not when he was in his third year on a team that was, t- you know, that he had to play in the Super Bowl, which he probably wasn't really ready for. Yep. Can I... Yeah, go
1: ahead. And you know what? Can I switch to go the ahead. other side of go the ahead.
0: ball and, and throw you guys a little bit of statistics? I know you guys love numbers this year. Yeah, brothers. hell yeah. Both of you are full-ride math PhDs, I know.
1: I'm very comfortable awesome. with numbers. B- Super I've been comfortable. called a sort of savant <laughs> in some circles so, yeah i like to hang out at like i like to hang out and yeah. pose as a janitor in like high-end universities and solve equations yeah. yeah. that yeah. people world. little pocket. known Just fact that fun, impossible no rag
0: now worked that was a bar barista at the jet propulsion labs starbucks branch where he yes. was where he was on the sly giving them information and, and anyways <laughs> as you guys
1: I quit it because it was too easy. Yeah.
0: As you guys have heard, yeah. you know, one of the crazy things is what our run defense has done this year. So just to jog your memory, yeah. right. last year, out of 32 teams, the Lions were 29th in yards on the ground given up per game at 146 and a half. This year, yeah. the Lions have played four games, but... This year, they're actually not first, because you do have these crazy outlier stats at the beginning of the season. They're fourth at 60.8 yards on the ground per game given up. Again, last year they were 140-something. There are actually three teams ahead of them, Philly, Cleveland, and San Francisco, all of which we know are elite rush defenses. And we also know that Cleveland, if you guys have been following that, have just been putting up utterly insane defensive numbers like the cleveland's overall yards per game given up right now is 90 yards better than the second team they're at 163 to buffalo's 253 have they played anyone good they've played some okay teams but they've just been ridiculous but the lions i mean let's even say that the lions you know at at this point that they get 50 percent worse on the ground And so instead of being, like, 60 yards per game, they're at 90 or 100. That still has them. Last year, if you finished at 100, you were the fourth best team in the league. So what they've done in the rush defense, who knows if it's sustainable. But also keep in mind, like, they have played a number of teams that are supposedly good on the ground. Certainly Atlanta. Certainly Seattle. They played Kansas City in a night where Kansas City had to run the ball more, and Mahomes was running all over the place. So the fact that this team, the big, big, big question we had going into the season was like, the offense should be as good or better, and they've actually been a little worse but have still been good. The big, big question was how much, if at all, will the defense improve? Mm -hmm. And as of now, they're radically better than they were last year. Like,
1: Especially Leaps against and bounds the
0: Bounds better. And yeah. right now, after f- they've played four games, this is all compared to everyone else's three games. They're sixth overall in yards per game given up.
2: It's. Cr- mm.
0: Which is no, fucking it's astonishing. Crazy. And again, like, they'll probably move yeah. down a little bit. One would expect. It seems a little unlikely that they're going to. But. Who knows? And some of these other teams also might. You know, it's early. Like, all these stats are very skewed because of the small sample size. But if this team, we said all along, if this team can be middle of the pack on defense and stay in the top 10 on offense, they're going to win a ton of games. And that seems like a completely Mm. rational expectation at this point.
1: Well, you know, it was a joy watching Hutch do his shit last night. He had one and a half sacks, and it was you know the sacks are always awesome, but it's just every play that guy is just going full yeah. bore, and he's a he's just a baller. Mm-hmm. You know he had a really nice little sack dance after his first sack, <laughs> um, so he's got some dance moves. Yeah, which he's is got pretty the stanky leg, is and he he's got the stanky leg. He's got some other moves. And you could just tell this is a guy who just loves playing football. Yeah, you know, just loves battling every fucking play. And he's a load, and he's a young, fresh dude who just seems like you know, yeah, I'm not slowing down yeah. at all. I'm just gonna keep <coughs> coming at you. And, and he
0: he's him. leading the league. Yeah, in we we needed. Versus. Wow. Yeah, it was like
2: a little uncertain last year because he had some really big games, and then he had some games where. He kind of, you know, wasn't seen as much, wasn't heard from. Um, But wow, has he come into his own recently and just um, like this, this year really is just clearly a dominant player. Like we really nailed that draft pick. Um, And it wasn't Mm -hmm. so obvious because remember he went second in the draft. Trayvon Walker went to Jacksonville. Another defensive end went first and he's not near, has not played nearly as well so far as Hutch. Yeah. And then Derek Stingley, some guy named Derek Stingley, I don't even remember him. He, a cornerback, went third out of LSU, and he hasn't done that much. And then there was Sauce Gardner, who's freaking awesome. Yeah, but okay, so we right. missed on. We missed on sauce, but it's, look, we really needed someone who could pressure the quarterback. Who passed we on the sauce. Of, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, <laughs> this is the crazy thing about the team and why they're, not only are they good this year, but they're so ahead of schedule, is the, a ridiculous level of contribution, consistent contribution that they're getting from first, second, and third year players. Like, the whole thing with the rookie class is just unbelievable because what's very common is like there's some rookie and like he has these flashes and you're like wow when he does that consistently that that's going to be something and the Lions have these guys that are doing it consistently now as rookies like you could even argue that our second round guys I actually probably don't think this is controversial yeah that that Laporta and Branch are actually right now kind of more valuable to the team than Gibbs and Campbell, but yeah. those guys are playing really well also. It, spe- I mean, it, it speaks mm-hmm. to an amazing, some combination that we can't really know, of the, the talent evaluation and the coaching, and just the overall yeah. culture of the team, that these guys right away can be contributing this consistently. I mean, they said there was a thing, I don't know if, they said it in the broadcast last night, when they were talking about this rookie class, mm-hmm. that one of the things they were looking for were guys that were ready to like ready to contribute right away. Right. And they got, we, I mean, we all know they got a lot of shit for those picks and every single one of them looks like yeah. a fucking home run or something very close to it. Four guys. It's amazing to hit four guys. Yeah. Like that. And,
1: and, and I want to say, you know, obviously it's no secret that Laporta has kind of emerged as like a breakout star, definitely on our team. But I think others in the NFL are taking notice, too. It's really cool to have a good tight end. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, like Kelsey being right now like the superstar <clears throat> tight end. But but there's just something about it, like a big motherfucking guy who, if he was on defense, would be like a yeah. linebacker, you know, or, or a heavier version would be like on the D line. A guy who's that size, who's also fast and can run routes and has soft hands. It's just such a like a weird thing, and when he gets it, you can see he's hard to bring he's down. He's quick. Yep. There's guys just like grabbing at him, and he's quick. And I, just I think the tight end position like, having. I think guy. the
0: tight end position is the position that has the greatest potential to demoralize the opponent for some reason because it always seems mm-hmm. like it's a little unfair. Like the way that just everything matches up. There's yeah. no one to put against him. I mean, that's the thing with Kelsey when you're, I mean, that's why we got really lucky to play KC without him because when he's in there, man, he's the ultimate release valve. There's nothing you can do and he's always fucking open. And, but Laporta looks like that guy yeah. and he's going to get way better. He's definitely going to get better.
1: Yeah. He's four games into his NFL career and already he looks really poised. And, uh, yeah, just like some of my favorite, you know, NFL players, like going back, like who is the guy Mark on Bavaro. the Giants who is like Mark yeah. Fucking Bavaro? That guy was always awesome. He was like Kelsey before sure. Kelsey, you know, or, and a few other examples. Should you we? Think of. Should we? <laughs> but, um, um, is yeah. there
0: any reason not that we haven't earned this eighty-five minute orgasm that we've been in the middle of, or seventy-five minutes? No, we are, are, do. We yeah. want to do a quick. This is cause for concern. I'm a little worried about this. Like yeah, it, like is picking? there
1: anything right? What's there to worry about? What should sure be, sure? Just before yeah. we do that, real quick, we have about yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, left so I want right to I want to do
0: the so uh, what are we worried about? We should do some some talk about the Carolina game real briefly. See how out of control we've gotten, yeah. and then and then I want to try yeah. and and uh, follow up my Rorag Dola. With a with another Roragdola, yes. Which uh, there was a lot of chatter about yeah, that on great. the internet. By the way, there was a lot. There's a Korean K-pop <laughs> that band top. that's got a song based on my Roragdola. <laughs> I think it, it broke broke the internet. Broke the internet the they had to the create a new a so. new like platform uh, to just post. Right.
1: I believe they actually had to reboot the internet. They like unplugged it. And <laughs> a guy in it back Sioux in. Falls was like that'll just solve had
0: it. Pull a giant cord out of the wall. <laughs> It'll just be a minute. All the money in the world is gone right now. Give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Those damn roaraholics. Those fucking
1: roaraholics yeah, and yeah. their Roar-odolic. All right, so let's so let's let's dive. So let's dive into it. I guess I'll start with like we want to call this cause for concern or picking nets or whatever. Well, I'll start with a very obvious one. Penalties. Last couple games, I believe, um, against the Falcons, we had 10. This game, I believe we had 7 yeah. or something like that. Um, some of which were a little iffy kind of bullshit, as, as we've mentioned. Some were just straight-up penalties. Obviously, we can do better than that. And that's been a hallmark of the Dan Campbell era. Like, don't make mistakes. Don't get penalties. Um, the flip side of that, of course, is that unlike old Lions, they, they are not com- derailing us. We're, you know, They're more like blips on the way to glory. But still, you know, we could do with fewer penalties. And then the inevitable, there's always just like guys go down and you're like, damn. You know, like when Branch, when Branch went down, I was like, oh, shit, is that a knee? Right, is that right. like a torn ACL and he's gone for the season? Like that would fucking suck. And that can happen at any time totally out of control you know out of anyone's control um but i'll you know okay we don't have much time so i'll just i'll go with penalties yeah. let's yeah. do
0: better do you know what do you got
2: i have some um concern that some of the um pathway down woodward <laughs> might need repairs before the parade mm. Um, I just, for, for the parade to run perfectly smoothly, I just think some, they should get to work on some beautification and things. Um, other than that, I mean, honestly, just like injuries, like we, one of the things I was going to say is we haven't really been lucky. We've had plenty of injuries. I mean, a lot of teams do, but it's not like we've been riding some incredible luck streak of no one being injured. Like even branch went down with an ankle and it just seems like everyone's got something. And so I, you know, we've weathered it really well, but at a certain point that could, that could hurt us. Um, yeah. Otherwise I, I don't have any worries. I, my only I worry is I, it's not even a worry. I just feel like what's our ceiling could be very high. If people who are coming back, Emmanuel Mosley, I don't know if Josh Pascal. I don't know if he's going to make it back, Houston, but uh, JMO, and Houston, Houston, and Chauncey Gardner. He, yeah, he might. Is yeah, if those guys can come back, I just feel like wow, the depth on this team would really be something. Um, that you know, but then again, every team has injuries. It's not like you can, um, you know. But but can we become? even more explosive on offense because then I think we can actually challenge the elite teams. Like in the NFC, there's, it's very clear this year, there's Atlanta, I'm sorry, Atlanta, what am I talking about? San Francisco and um, Philadelphia. They are two clear elite teams. And then Dallas looked like elite until last week when they lost. So who the hell knows with them? And then I think we are just... Right behind those guys, and the my only question is can we can we actually compete with them? I don't
0: yeah. know yeah, I, I mean, it's weird. I feel like we've been a little spoiled by how good the offense has been over the last you know fifteen games or whatever, but I actually feel like I mean this is a cause for concern, but maybe it's also a roundabout thing I'm excited about. I feel like Johnson is still trying to figure out what exactly to do with this offense. Like, last night, I think he realized, yeah. like, I don't need to be fancy because we have Montgomery and we're just going to run it on them. But it feels like, in a weird way, the offense is a little less potent than last year. It feels like Goff has a little bit less variety to who he's passing with. So I'm I'm kind of interested to see what how the offense develops. I'm a little nervous about just the... If they can maintain, I mean, I, you saw that Campbell speech in the locker room. He's like, "We're a quarter through the season. I'm a little where- yeah. and this is maybe a projection of myself, like if I can maintain this level of engagement and excitement, but I'm just interested, especially if the team like it's totally possible this team's going to be like eight and two at one point, you know, like they, they're going to the Baltimores their next really hard game on the schedule. They play a ton of crappy teams. I'm just interested to see like, if they continue to experience success, if they can kind of keep it together and not buy the hype. Because the other thing that's in play this season is what we've seen with Green Bay all these years, which is you have a kind of inflated regular season record because you're in such a shitty division. And then you kind of belly flop in the offense because you're actually not ready to play great teams. And I'm just interested to see if this team can keep improving... Yeah. Even though some of our competition is not really going to require it, so that they can be ready for these big, big games, I'm super excited to see them play the Ravens on the road, the Chargers on the road, and mm -hmm. Dallas on the road. They have to play all those games. That was I sort of cheated there. Yeah, and like give a good. I guess my other main concern is: can I not work until January? Will that be a problem? (laughs) Can I just study Lions content (laughs) between now and then?
1: Right. I'm a, I'm a little concerned by how much of my brain is being devoted purely to lions related, right. like either complete lion stuff or lions related yeah. adjacent <laughs> stuff to the detriment of like everything else in my life. But I'm not actually worried about that because I'm just leaning into it. Right. Full bore. Um, I'm actually you know. thrilled by it, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I'll say this. I'm. Starting uh, last night, obviously, and all through today, right up till now, I'm in a great fucking mood right now. Oh, yeah. And heading into this weekend, Football Sunday, it's going to kick back and like, let's see what the other teams do. Yeah. Let's see what transpires. I don't, uh, it's all good. You know, hey. win, lose. Let's just see. We did our shit. Do your shit, other teams, and we'll see you next Sunday. I know. Isn't that great? Can I hold this up? I love it. This is,
0: obviously, the text is backwards here, but this is the layout of Lomas's brain. It's (laughs) it's one-sixth sex he's thinking about, one-fourth robes, one-quarter dinner, like what's for dinner, and the rest. 60% of his brain is lions. (laughs)
1: Just give me a sec real quick here.
0: Are you putting on a robe?
1: Just to... I, I was actually
0: sitting
1: oh, on the rug nice. this uh, whole time. Jeez, because it was a little. But it's it's. it's um, right let's here, do people. let's do predictions
0: for next for next Sunday. Over Dino, was there anything you wanted to add? We didn't really talk about our experience at Ford Field.
1: Um, all right, guy, we have like no, I three you said minutes. Until yeah, I got
2: no, it I mean it was, it was I. Well, The only thing I wanted to mention maybe was the double. Uh, There are two guys sitting a few rows ahead of us wearing both together wearing uh, Jack Fox jerseys. Shout out to those guys that rule. Um, But uh, (laughs) yeah, Ford Field's in good shape. I hope to be there again soon. Yeah,
0: yeah. The only thing that I experienced at it that was weird was like, being surrounded by sixty thousand people that are more irrational aurora holics than me was. It, it had a little bit of like mm-hmm. a January sixth vibe to it, of like we're about to all make a bad decision <laughs> together. It was a little bit frightening. Luckily, it ended well, but I was a little off. put but it was fucking fun. Yeah. The... Well, you
1: also you also sent us uh, sent a picture of like our. Our revealed leader, like an old oh, kind of yeah, an old yeah, yeah. lady, yeah. completely yeah. decked out in uh, lion yeah. stuff, with like a giant lion's thing. The, li- the lion. I'm not even goddess. sure what that was. From lion. Dot. <laughs> yeah, right, right. She's a,
0: all right, <laughs> yeah. let's do let's do predictions. Uh, they're playing Carolina, who's currently <laughs> zero and three. Next Sunday, the Lions <laughs> have mm-hmm. t- you know a bunch of days to rest, a bunch of days to soak in the hype. And they're playing a team that's either going to be 0-4 or 1-3. And, and it's and, the, and the roar, roar at, at home. home. It's a, it's a, this is oh a time God. to really be thoughtful about, about uh,
1: you know. Wow. Jesus Christ. I mean, given everything that just came out of your mouth, like, do we just want to say the obvious thing? given what we saw last night. I mean, I don't know anything about Carolina other than they appear to sunk, suck massive donkey balls this year. Uh, I mean, it's got we got to go for like Lions 35, Carolina 13. Wow. I'll just throw that <laughs> shit out
0: there. Well, I'll throw out a couple things. So they lost to the Falcons by 14. They lost to the Saints right. by three. And they lost to the Seahawks only by 10. Um, they've got the, young. you know, they got the, what's his name? What's his first name? Young, their new young quarterback,
1: Bryce, Bryce. Young, who ha- Bryce. has had a little I, bit of I some ankle
0: issues, but is playing. <laughs> the other thing to remember about this game and don't think that the Lions have forgotten about this is they that this is the shittiest game we've played in this whole streak since the Lions started winning last mm-hmm. season when we went down to Carolina and got absolutely run over and fucking yes, it was yep. a bad yep. so you also got to figure this team is talking about that. You better believe if coaches yeah, still revenge, do this kind of baby. shit that they're making them watch film from that game and and so oh, I think they're still doing <laughs> this kind of shit yeah. so.
1: They circled it in the, I'm in the expecting, newspaper <laughs> and tack I'm it up on the bulletin
0: board. that we're not going to get full catharsis on the Revenge. And it'll be like, I think it's going to be a little closer to the Atlanta game, which was both a dominant kind of in-control game, but like not quite the Bacchanal that we were hoping for. So I'm going to say Lions 24, Carolina 7. But also, Ooh. I think they're... Wow, that's, that's still, still a, a beat dominant down. win.
2: <laughs>
1: <That's>... Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. I, but I I'll think take it's it.
0: going to be another one of these games where, like, uh, more dominant on the defensive end than the offensive end. All right. Okay, I go, Dino. what's your
1: nothing.
2: Wave. I know nothing about Carolina other than they're not supposed to be very good. I will just say um, Lions 317, nice. Carolina 7.
0: <laughs> All right, I like it. Let's uh, let's Sweet. Roar, That's it where I'm going. roar it out. You guys ready to roar it to be, out? Yeah,
1: let's set some records. All right, yeah, I'm
0: fucking gonna roar.
1: So brace your, put let's on go. your,
0: are your roar belts on? <laughs> One, two, three, My <laughs> yes. roar! roar. Lomas I won that one, baby. Off. It's become a
2: roar off. <laughs> I didn't know Lomas could hit those high notes like that, but you know he's been working on I, it. Man. Yeah, I can. He's, I can he's hit, got deceptive got vocal it. range.
1: I got a five. <laughs> yeah, I got a seven octave he range. can hit the high C. All
2: right, guys. He was known for singing Whitney Houston songs in the Lion Naked in the Lions Locker Room in the '80s
0: in Lomas match. at the Metropolitan Opera. It's not over <laughs> till the left tackle sings. See ya dudes. This is
2: Spider-Man Allen. And I have a message for everyone in the NFL. Spider-Man standing on the
0: seat with his helmet way I low. Sounded the, the line began to roll, are you ready?